The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Good morning, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Monday, and I am proud to announce that Aaron Jones, star running back of the Green Bay Packers, most definitely carries the G. That's right. You may have seen the post up a little earlier, earlier this morning on CheeseheadTV.com, but Aaron Jones and his youth pro football camp is returning to the Green Bay area this summer. Green Bay star running back Aaron Jones has announced the date and location of his second annual youth football pro camp. The Aaron Jones football pro camp will be held on July 7th at Notre Dame Academy in Green Bay. Participants will learn fundamental football skills and have the opportunity to meet and interact with the star running back. Each participant will receive a limited edition camp t-shirt, a souvenir autograph, and a team photo with Aaron. Jones will be on site to direct the event and will be joined by a selection of prep and college coaches from the area. The camp is open to boys and girls of all skill levels in grades one through eight. A link to registration and more information is in the description of this video, or you can visit AaronJonesCamp.com. Either way, remember to use promo code CheeseheadTV for 10% off your registration fee. That's promo code CheeseheadTV for 10% off your registration fee. People, do it. In my post there at cheeseheadtv.com, you'll see a video from last year's event. Kids that participated had a ball. Everyone who covered it said it was a lot of fun. Hope you take advantage of Aaron Jones having his second pro camp July 7th in Green Bay. Hop on it, people. Aaron Jones carrying the G as we know he does. Good morning, everybody in the comment section. Good to see everybody. Hope you all had a great weekend. John, good morning. Dale, good morning from... London, good morning from New York City. I hope you're well. Hi from Iowa. What's up, Scott? Hi from New York. Hope you're, hope you're well. Sunny Indiana. How am I? Carrie, I'm great. And uh, it's sunny New York. I was up bright and early. Got Olive to school. She played some questionable music in the car. And now I'm here chatting, to, chatting with you fine folks. Brandy, good morning. Hope you're well, Dennis. Good to see you. Dachshund, how are you, man? Uh, Botswana is checking in. What's up, Demcom? 
How are you doing? When Nag says Packers worldwide, he means it. That's right. Devoted to Packers fans worldwide, people. It's how we roll. Speaking of worldwide, if you missed it, I had a great chat with, oh, God, I'm going to completely butcher his name, with Wendell. Make sure you check that out. <laughs> if uh, you saw, we talked about Jair Alexander and the possibility of an extension and what that extension might look like. That's on the channel here. Uh, that went up late, I think, on Friday. So in case you missed it over the weekend, make sure uh, you check it out. Big B, questionable music. Big B, let me tell you something. She was playing, what song was it? It was from the Despicable Me 3 soundtrack. Not one or two, three. This song called like Hug Me or something. I think it's suddenly popular on TikTok, which is why I'm sure she's listening to it. But, oh boy, it's an earworm. I'll give it that. Patrick, good morning. Hope you're doing well, man. So glad to catch you live. It's been a wild. What is the dog's name? Go Pack Go. The dog's name will be Romulus. That's already been decided. Like Olive gets Olive gets the naming rights, and that's it. They know what's what in Botswana. You down right, Gary. Oh, John, thank you. That's really nice of you. Thanks for tuning in, buddy. Kava, what's up? Good morning. Big B. You you are always up in here, just talking your talk. I love it, buddy. And, and uh, speaking of stuff that you may have missed, if you missed uh, the Cheesehead Origins piece on Big B there at Cheesehead TV, make sure you check that out. Good, good stuff. <laughs> she wasn't playing how much is that doggy in the window. No, she doesn't care. She knows she's getting it. That's all she That's all she wrote. Aaron Nagler, GM Camp, coming soon. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Sign everybody. Trade all the picks. Go for it. That's the Aaron Nagler camp. That's what I would do. Good Lord. Most hated Minnesotan. How are you, man? Good to see you. Oh, here it is. I was wondering how long it would take. Got our first. Uh, and Tip is up here saying, Jordy, greater than Jennings. Whatever, man. You can have your opinion. You are completely entitled to be wrong about this subject. But it's cool, man. Um. I understand there may be certain points where Jordy was more productive. I understand that people have their preferences. As I said on Twitter last night, a lot of it, I think, is an emotional reaction to Greg Jennings and how he's been since he became an ex-packer. Uh, but in uh, my estimation, there is not even a question that Greg Jennings is the second most talented wide receiver that the second best wide receiver that Aaron Rodgers has ever played with outside of and after Devontae Adams. Not even close, really. Morning, Nags. How's your morning treating you? Craig, let me tell you, my morning is treating me well. I'm doing okay. Uh, I had a good weekend. Busy, but good. Um, excited for lots coming up this week on She Said TV, including uh, a chat for this week's Shameless Packers podcast. Got a great guest lined up. We're going to record that tomorrow afternoon. So Patreon members, be on the lookout for that late tomorrow because you're not going to want to miss it. Marshall, thanks for the super chat. Post-1992, name your all-time Packers lineup, QB, two wide receivers, tight end, two running backs. Man, y'all come up here with these hypotheticals, and I can't keep track. Post-1992, all-time Packers lineup, QB, well, it's Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Two wide receivers, Jennings and Adams. A tight end, baby. That's a tough one. That's a real tough one. Oh, wait, post-92. That'd be Sharp and Adams. Sorry about that. And then tight end. God. Man. 
I don't know. It's really tough. That's really tough. Oh, I don't know. Tight end, I'd probably want to go. I want to go Bubba Franks just because I love Bubba Franks, but it probably wouldn't be the best choice. On um, the two running backs, uh, give me Amon Green and uh, Aaron Jones with AJ Dillon creeping in. Chamora. No, not, not Chamora. Although he was good. What about Keith Jackson? Love Keith Jackson, but it's hard to pick a guy who, like, basically played, what, one year? You know? Man, give me Bubba Franks. He's my boy. Daphne at tight end easily. <laughs> nice, Steven. Uh, who do you think Goot's best draft pick has been so far? Well, it's a, for me, it would be a toss-up between Jair and Elton. Um, it's one or the other. I think I would probably give the nod to Jair at this point, but you cannot take anything away from Elton Jenkins. So it's one or the other. <laughs> I mean, that's not bad when your first draft pick ever is one of your best. It's not too shabbly. Uh, what's up, Patrick? I love it. Nagler is never right. Hi, hi. What's up? Yeah, no doubt. Got to bring that back soon. Dave, thanks for the super chat. Maybe Tyler can get Aaron Rodgers on a cheesehead TV since they are boys now. Like the Packers found the secret to getting on his good side is Cobb. That may that may work. That may work. Um, now, Aaron and I have chatted about Cheesehead TV before. He understands where we're coming from. But yeah, maybe now we get the uh, now we get the uh, the retweet from Twelve himself. Jeezy baby, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Everyone forgets how great Amon Green's eighteen hundred yard season was was incredible. I mean, what made it so incredible, obviously, was after Favre broke his thumb and the entire stadium knew they were going to hand the ball to Amon, and he still picked up six, seven yards of carry. I mean, that's insanity. And that's why that line is so, like, should be revered. You know, Mike Wall, uh, all those guys, that that group was incredible. Rivera, et cetera. I mean, they were incredible. The fact that, again, the defense would know what was coming and they still couldn't stop it will always be hella impressive. Safety at first or second round. Uh, Rudolph, I would not be surprised. In a, here in a couple of weeks, if we we heard a safety's name, you know, called out in the first round of the the NFL draft, go to the Green Bay Packers. Um, I know there are fans who think that they don't, they can wait or whatever. But again, as I always say, you know, you're, you're watching how the board falls and you're trying to find long term value there. You're making an investment, especially in the first round when you have that fifth year option. You're trying to get. You know, basically cheap labor under control for an extended period of time. And you have to think with both Adrian Amos and Darnell Savage, one or the other could could or most likely will be gone next year. You know, not only do you need a third safety for this season, you need another starting safety going forward. So I would not be surprised if, you know, safety gets taken. Now, it depends, again, on how the board falls. They're not going to take one just to take one. But if the value is there and he's the best player on the board, and they deem it worthy. Yeah, 100%. Could absolutely happen. <clears throat> Cobb is still on the roster. Will this prevent Amari from obtaining reps again this year? Brandy, I don't think as much as it did last year, but it is going to depend on the makeup of the wide receiver room. I mean, we're not even close, I don't think, to seeing what the final kind of version is, is wide one through five or four or whatever they end up numbers-wise. But I think there's got to be a concerted effort to get Amari on the field more this year. There's no question about it. And I do think they're going to have to have an all-hands-on-deck kind of mentality. 
because, you know, they have been kind of depleted and they've got to either trade for somebody or draft somebody, sign someone in free agency. So I think one or more of those things are still yet to happen. And we will see what the final version of the wide receiver room looks like. But in my mind, and I don't know how obviously they feel, but I would suspect they're going to not force him on the field, but they're going to get him in the rotation and they're going to hopefully have a quarterback that's spitting distributing all over the field rather than locking on to one guy. And that's the hope. Oh, Dennis, what did I think about the Adam Schefter tweet that blew up the internet? Yeah. I mean, it was very unfortunate. I hated how he worded the thing about Haskins struggling in the NFL. And then he quickly deleted it. I do think Adam is kind of a victim of his own success in that regard. He is an information machine. And when he tries to do something like that, like color the story or add a little color around, he does fall victim to the fact that he's an information machine and that's what he's good at. He's not good at the human side of this thing. And that's, I'm sorry, but it's not a knock on Adam. It's just who he is. Um, And I know people took great offense to it and I completely understand why I do think he has been in this business for so long that he does see the people he's covering as commodities more than anything else because he trades in information, right? He has got relationships with people in front offices or mostly agents who, you know, that is his lifeblood and that information is important. So it kind of maybe sets him apart from the people he's kind of covering, referencing, etc. I will say I didn't think that tweet was anywhere near as bad as the shit that Gil Brandt was saying on the radio. I mean, I know Gil put out an apology as he should, but damn, that was fucked up. Um, and it just it goes to what the guys talk about. You talk to players in the league; they talk about this all the time. You do hear this complaint that you know they are it, the audience is desensitized to the fact that they're human beings. And now some of that is the sport they play. And the presentation of it and the fact that they are all in helmets and you can't really tell unless the guy's got long hair, et cetera, who the guy might be. Yes, they've got nameplates, but it really desensitizes the audience to the idea that those are people. And that's why when we have these arguments about overtime or whatever, and like blah, 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 oh, just keep just keep playing, just keep playing. Oh, everybody scores, everybody gets a lollipop. It's bullshit. They're fucking humans. They've been playing the most violent sport on earth for three hours. End the game. If you're honest you know and true about wanting to you know keep players safe or player safety which of course everyone pays lip service to but then the moment it's like oh wait do we have to treat them like humans no all is to say which is all to say that like i thought it was very unfortunate but i understand why uh kind of adam is who he is right um and i do think the piling on on twitter it's you know i'm not gonna say it's unfortunate but it's just, I don't know what people think they're proving. Like, yes, it was, it was, it was insensitive. Just no, like, I don't understand. Like what, what are they, they, they're expecting what from Adam Schefter? Grace and consistency? That's not who he is. He's an information gatherer, nothing more. I don't look to Adam Schefter for piety and, uh, you know, wise words of humanity. That's just me. It's like when people talk about football coaches. I remember the whole incident a couple summers ago when Kenosha happened and then everyone was kind of parsing every word Matt LaFleur said. It's like, man, he's a football coach, you know? And I thought Matt handled that extremely well. But, like, this idea that we have to look to football folks for our, you know, 
our window into our souls or our humanity is just odd to me. I I certainly don't look in that direction when I'm uh, looking to connect with my fellow human beings. Uh, What else we got here, folks? Chris, what's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. Hey, Nags, hope you have a good morning. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go to you, Chris. Hope you're well, man. (laughs) Joe, I like it. We're canceling each other over Packers takes today. What's your cancelable Packers take? I'll tell you what. If Packers would not have drafted Eddie Lacy, uh, Dewan Harris would have broken out for like a 1,300-yard, 12-touchdown season. Would have been a dynamite number one running back. I will take that to my grave. The used Carl salesman got done dirty. That's all I know. Schefter's overdue for getting fired. They just signed him to a contract extension. What are you talking about? He's really good at his job, which is not explaining how, like, the human essence of our life works. Not his gig. Oh. Well, that's an interesting question. What we got here? Del Eras, who is the most likely candidate to take over after Murphy retires? Do you think he'll keep the same arrangement of Goody, Ball, Matt LaFleur, all reporting to him? That is an excellent question. Now, that assumes that all those three gentlemen will still be around uh, when whoever takes over, which I do think they most likely will be. Um, and the most likely candidate is Ed Policy, who has been given more and more responsibility on the business side as Mark has kind of overseen this transition, as you're pointing out. Um, will Ed continue that uh, structure? I would suspect so. I think it's working really well. I think it it works well not only in Green Bay, but has shown to has proven to work pretty well in other NFL cities. And I understand there's still remnants of folks, much like myself, who you know grew up when the Packers were horrible, and then when Bob Harlan made the decision to hand all the football over to Ron Wolf. That was the paradigm for a long time. It's still kind of odd to me to think of that as the Packers way, but it is working. And I think those individuals make it work. And I think that to that end, I think that's been a positive development for the franchise. Um, But, you know, obviously, A, Ed's got to get that job and B, only Ed can answer that or whoever ends up taking over. But I I would suspect probably yes. Um, I think they've shown that it's working well. And uh, like I said, Ed's been more and more involved on the business side. I think he's clearly got a long history on the football side in other, like he was the CEO of the arena league for a couple of years. You know, he's, he knows football. Um, So I I suspect he'll most likely be the guy. Now it's never, it's never a given until it happens, but I think Ed's in line uh, to be next. Marcus, thanks for the super chat. Thank you and everyone else at Cheesehead TV for your hard work. I don't know any other fan base that has this type of year-round coverage. Well, thank you, Marcus. It's very nice of you to say. We do get that a lot from folks in other fan bases. Like, And I do think there are teams that do have like fan blogs or fan sites that do kind of similar to the stuff we do. Um, but they're not – it's certainly not the norm. You know, I've had <clears throat> conversations with people here in New York who – usually on the Giants side who like, I wish there was something like this for the Giants. Cause I know like Jets blog and the guys over at Badlands, like they do good stuff for the Jets. But, um, but yeah, I think, you know, I, the whole reason Corey and I started back in the day was because we were pretty sure there were others, others out there. There were other people like us who were obsessed with the Packers, but didn't live in Wisconsin. Now, funnily enough, Packer transplant, Corey Banky lives literally across the street from Lambeau field. 
I am the lone holdout Packer transplant. Thank you very much. Most hated. What's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Hey, Nags, any thoughts on Traylon Burks? Good player. I'll get excited if the Packers pick him. Those are my thoughts. I try, you guys know I try not to get too excited about anybody until they're in the green and gold. Sky Moore is like kind of the exception here, though, and Jordan Davis, but mostly Sky Moore. God, I'd love for him to be a Packer, but I know he won't. He probably doesn't even fall in their thresholds. Dave, thanks for the super chat. Can we all just agree that Thursday is the 28th? Mocks and draft guides can only tie me over for so long. <laughs> yes, we can all agree. Dave, that's a well-stated point. Thank you, Dave. Andrew with the question of the day. Cake or pie, Aaron? Oh, my gosh. I got to go pie. I'm definitely team pie. Sorry. I know there's great cake out there, and I love a good chocolate cake, but um, my mom's banana cream pie or her pumpkin pie, oh, my God, you cannot stop it. You can only hope to contain it, and I never contain it. I have, like, five helpings every time. Em, what's up, man? Thanks for the super sticker. Thank you so much for tuning in, buddy. Hope to see you at the uh, happy hour. I just put up the information on the Patreon page. So Patreon members, Wednesday, happy hour. It's going to be a lot of fun. Be there or be square. Nicholas, thank you for the super chat. How do you think we address the punt or kick returner spot? I suspect they'll look on the third day of the draft to find a legit dedicated returner, probably, hopefully a wide receiver as well. But um, I suspect it'll be through the draft. I mean, there's a possibility they continue to roll out Amari Rogers there at punt returns. Um, I I definitely don't think it's a given, obviously. But I will say I was going back. I watched the uh, playoff game again yesterday, and Amari was good. Amari was good in that game. People forget because the special teams were so fucking horrible and they cost him the game, but he's good in that game as a returner. Go, I mean, go back and watch it if you're in the state of masochism, but he has a really good game in really bad conditions, you know? So I think they'll maybe, I think, I do think they'll draft somebody, but, you know, I'm sure they'll let him continue to compete at that spot in training camp. Maybe he's on the ascension. Who knows? William, thanks for the super chat. Ahmad Carroll or Ladarius Gunter? I'll tell you what. I'll go. I'll go Ladarius Gunter here all day because Ladarius Gunter got done dirty. He had no business being a number one corner. He knew that. Dom Capers knew that. But injuries thrust him into that role, and all Packers fans remember is Julio Jones and the NFC Championship game and how hard it was to watch, etc. And I understand all that. But man, this kid had a good year that year. The only reason he was playing that spot is because he had a good year as a number four corner. He had no business being the number one corner. He knows that. He knew that. It's not his fault. He got tasked with going out there and guarding Julio fucking Jones in the NFC Championship game on the fast turf down in Atlanta. It's not his problem. Ahmad Carroll, on the other hand, was just wrong from day one. So give me Ladarius Gunter. Marshall, thanks for the super chat. Do you think the Packers spend a later pick on a valid returner? Hey, I think I was just talking about that. <laughs> yes. Yes, Marshall, I do. Um, Marshall, again, retract that last question. <laughs> well, there you go. All right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day. Don't forget, head to the link in the description of this video if you want to find out more about the Aaron Jones Youth Football Pro Camp, July 7th in Green Bay. It's going to be a ton of fun. You can use promo code CHEESEHEADTV to get 10% off your registration. That's promo code CHEESEHEADTV. Do it. Aaron Jones carries the G. I know you want to carry the G, so get on it, people. Um, thank you so much for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. 
hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends, tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go.